everybody. This is um, Jay Stansfield. This is episode two of Sing Me In. An inspiring podcast for young upstarts and new businesses. And just inspiration. And on today's show, I've got Phil Neal, who has invented the Snoozle app. So let's give him a call and find out what it's all about. Here he comes. It's amazing. We've got Phil Neal on the show. Gonna be talking to us about some kind of product. So, hello, Phil. How are you? I'm good, thanks. What an intro. <laughs> well, that's the name of the show, Sing Me In, so I wanted to sing you in. Um, nice. So it's appropriate, really. Lovely, lovely stuff. So, so go on, Phil. Tell us, who, who are you? Who are you, Phil? Yeah, so I'm Phil, uh, and I founded a, a social alarm clock called Snoozle. Um, the insight being that most people hate the sound of their alarm tone because it's the same thing over and over again, and you grow to resent and dread it. Um, and many years ago, I had an idea that I started acting on a few years ago, um, and we swap your alarm tone for voice messages from your friends, family, loved ones, and hopefully down the line, influencers, celebrities, etc. Um, so I believe that we're the world's first connected alarm clock, meaning that you can wake up something that you actually want to hear rather than an alarm tone that you probably dislike. So when you say family, what, like the voice is like, time to get up, love, or...? Yeah, so so they're the um, that's what everyone jumps to straight away. But the best snoozles that are sent, so a snoozle is a twelve second voice message that you send on on our app, um, and the best ones aren't about like wake up. It's where your mates telling you jokes, maybe singing a song, uh, giving you a bit of inspiration, <laughs> telling you to get to the gym, um, or it might just be them giving updates on their day. So like with all kind of social platforms. We're in our early stages and we're working out what our users are um, enjoying it for, whether that's jokes, whether that's motivation, whether that's cute ones of, from their partner who might be in a different city, in a different country, etc. Wow. So, um, so, what, ins- so what, ins- what inspired you to do this? What, what was the sort um, of catalyst for you going into doing this? Yes, it was my, in my final year of university, my girlfriend at the time uh, used to send me voice notes on BlackBerry Messenger. Um, and I'll take that MP3, put it as my alarm tone manually, um, and it might be about my exam the next day and should be giving me a reminder of something I shouldn't forget, etc. But waking up to a voice was much nicer than an alarm tone, um, particularly a voice of somebody who I cared about. So it was that. That's some very then, romantic um, inspiration, is that, Phil? It's a very sweet one, it's isn't lovely, it? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I like it's, that. It, it's uh, it, it genuinely was a better way to wake up, so we now automate that process. That's brilliant. So tell us, how, how were you able to get to this point? I believe you were um, a finalist on Britain's Got Talent, is that right? I was indeed, yeah, and uh, that's that did genuinely help. So I registered the business um, in 2015, a couple of days after we did our first audition at the Birmingham Hippodrome. Um, and Simon Cowell said it's one of his favourite ever auditions, and I thought, I can't really sing 
And with my two brothers and our dad as the Neils, uh, we just sung in front of a, an audience of two and a half thousand and the TV cameras and made Simon Cowell say that. Um, and I thought, if I can do that, then I might be able to do something with this idea that I've got. Um, so when we came off the show, we got through to the final of Britain's Got Talent, um, which was a great experience. And when we came off it, we started gigging alongside our day jobs. Um, and that gave me a bit of pocket money to kind of bootstrap and get the product going. Um, and then in October 2017, um, I thought, I need to go full time on this. I need to get a bit more money behind the business. Um, and we crowdfunded. And we were the fastest ever crowdfunding campaign, I believe. Fantastic. Because um, we reached our target within nine hours of going live. Amazing. It was, uh, wonderful. So what was it that inspired you to go full time? Um, it was actually a podcast that I was listening to um, from a, a, an American guy called Gary V, who you might know, Gary okay. Vaynerchuk. And um, somebody said, what's the next big thing? And he's invested in Snapchat, Twitter, Uber. Um, and when he answered, he said he's obsessed with voice and more importantly, how that's going to be play a big part of the um, morning routine and how he wants to be part of that morning routine and be the thing that you're waking up to. And I was driving along and I was like, I've built this. <laughs> um, somebody else is going to get there. So I need to go full time and explore whether I'm good enough to make it happen and to make snooze will be the, the thing that's going to uh, wake people up in, in, you know, two, three, four, five years time. That's that's um, fantastic that you. That's the journey that we're on. It's fantastic that you were inspired by a podcast. Absolutely, that's great. Absolutely, that? and um, and I think that's the amazing thing now with social media in general. Podcasts, we've we've got so much content and inspiration and access to people um, that ten years ago people didn't quite have, um, and so it's a, the breadth of inspiration that you can get or the breadth of advice that you can get out there for absolutely free is phenomenal yeah so so say for example our listeners they want to they want to do something themselves they've got an amazing idea but they've got a full-time job they don't know what to yeah. do what advice could you give them um get started and it, it's such a cliche really but for years and years i didn't tell anybody about this idea that i had of this social alarm clock because i was convinced if i tell somebody they're going to run off and do it themselves um and when you do that, it then you you're not speaking to the right people who might be able to help you, and also you're not getting yeah. feedback on the idea. Yeah. And actually, just telling people puts a little bit of pressure on yourself in a healthy way, in a good way, to actually start making it happen. Yeah. And the more people who tell you, you know what, that's a good idea. Yes, you've got to apply a bit of logic, and generally people are quite nice. So you apply the mum's test, where they're going to say, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. But actually, you'll get a genuine gauge as to whether you think you've got something. Um, and then you could test the market these days for £50, I think. If you um, run a couple of adverts on Facebook, put £10, £20 behind it and see how many clicks you get. Whether there's a product or not at the end of it, you can just direct them to a landing page and you can test whether, you know, well, actually that seems as if it performed quite well. So there's really low budget things that you can do to test whether something's going to work or not. That's good, and I noticed that you you're a big advocate of of uh, balancing well being and we work life. How what advice would you give people to for for balancing work and family and and sort of finding that sort of middle ground? 
Absolutely. Um, before, so my day job before Snoozle, I was um, brand manager of Tesco Finest, so in the Tesco head office, and they were always very, very good in um, in trying to make sure people have work-life balance. And I think when you've got a nine-to-five, it's easier to distinguish between work and non-work. Since I've gone full-time on my own business, I love this, but my day i don't have a start time and i don't have an end time um and if i want to sleep in until 10 o'clock and then work until 10 p.m i absolutely can um and i think for me if you are doing something that you like it's obviously easier but the key thing is just being really honest and open with yourself and with other people so if you uh, if you are really struggling with something whether it's a problem in business or whether you're you're feeling a bit isolated if you speak to people, there's always people who have been through the same thing who might say, well, tell you what, come and work out of my office for one day a week or something. Um, because most people have got a spare desk. And if you do that, then you start to build your network and your community of like-minded people who you can lean upon. Because a lot of the time being an entrepreneur is quite a lonely thing. It's yeah. you with an idea, maybe one other person. Um, but having those people around you is so important. And just don't be afraid to... You know, be honest with them. Things aren't going perfectly. It's too e- most of the time. It's too easy for people to pretend that everything is perfect within yeah. their business and within their um, their life. And actually, startups hard. You yeah. don't get the users that you expect you're going to get. You don't get the customers. No. Um, I think there's, that, there's the ten, there's the tentative topic of income, isn't there? I know a lot of startups and entrepreneurs and new businesses, they tend to shy away from talking about their income because it is challenging. And, and do you think there may be times, what, what do you do in those times where there may not be income? What advice would you give people about that? So I think there's the personal income. Um, so I deliberately put myself, so I sold my flat um, and took a big, big pay cut um, to go full time on Snoozle. But I made sure that from a financial perspective, I had, you know, savings from the sale of my flat that, um, you know, I'm not on the breadline, as it were. I'm not really, really struggling. So I think it's important to be in a position where you can do that. And you definitely can build a business whilst working full time. I do believe that. And I, I was doing that to get Snoozle into a position where I could go full time whilst I was working. That's I think great. from a business perspective, um, too many people will lie about their revenue or they'll lie about their user growth in yeah. the early days because they think, well, I have to. Yeah, and they... I think the problem is you then compound upon that. So if you then speak to that same person six months later, even though it's just a little white lie you told six months ago, you have to then have shown growth and shown that you're building on it. So you have to tell a slightly bigger lie and then a bigger lie. And I think that's when things start to get really stressful and you start to feel as if, uh-oh, if somebody looks under the hood of this business, they're going to realise that things aren't every- as it seems. Yeah, you, um, you, they're kind of lying to themselves really, aren't they, in that instance? Exactly, exactly. And you just be honest with people and actually they might be able to help. So You see, it sounds like you've been brought up right. Yeah, for, for me it's, um, it's, not a, it's not just about not lying, it's knowing that you're building something long-term. So I will not be judged on my abilities over the next two weeks, but I will be judged over the next two years. And if you do that, it kind of takes the pressure off yourself because 
you you don't have to show those immediate revenues. You have to have the confidence that it's going to come. And if it doesn't, but you've given it your very, very best shot and you've been open and honest with everybody, with investors, with people who might come work with you, with partners, etc., then nobody's going to hold hold it against you. They're going to go, you know what? We believed in what you were doing. It didn't quite work, but never mind, on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, so I think that longer-term view is really important. Yeah. So how do people get in touch with you? What what can they do to get in touch with you, Phil? And, yeah, and why so should they get in touch with you? <laughs> if it, well, if anybody wants to wants any uh, advice based on my story, based on um, my experiences, I certainly don't have all the answers, but I might know people who do, or I can certainly give uh, give my best go at it. Um, then can email me, so phil at snoozleuk.com, or the best way really is to get in touch um, via our website, which is snoozleapp.com, and that comes straight through to my uh, my inbox um, or social media. Search for Phil Snoozle and you'll be able to, to find it. So do, what do they refer to as, Mr Snoozle? Phil will do, yeah. So what else can you offer people? Um is there anything else you can offer people? Um, so something that Britain's Got Talent allowed me to do was uh, speak in schools. Um, so something that I absolutely love doing. Um, I'm now quite a confident guy. I've been on TV and appeared confident and I've you know, left my job to go full-time on a business, which shows some confidence. But during my teenage years, I had next to no confidence um, and I built that up. So I go into schools um, and also some um, kind of adoption and foster care um, facilities oh, and speak to young people about how you can build your confidence up um, in a very realistic and honest way. Um, so if there's anybody, any teachers, any parents who think that, you know, their kids and their um, the schools that their kids go to, that would be of interest, then that's something that I love doing um, and it's... Uh, something that I would I would like to see more of. So if there's ever that, I've got an interesting story. I talk about Britain's Got Talent, um, talk about my own business, um, not in a sales pitch. And uh, yeah, more Fantastic. than happy to do any of that. That's great. So if, uh, uh, just before we go, what if what if sort of my fans of, of, of my music wanted to get one of my tracks on Snoozle? Could they do that? Um, they could if you were on Snoozle and you recorded tracks for them and put it on your snoozle story right. um then anyone who follows you would be able to wake up to that um the the day after you've set it that's cool so um that's good to so know. that's and that's hopefully something that we want to get more and more of if yeah. we can get uh wait um we're going to call them wake up artists so if we can <laughs> get comedians musicians um any content creators um on snoozle then, uh, then that's great for us because people will be waking up to positive, great content that's and they can start their day in a better way. Absolutely fantastic. That's brilliant, is that, Phil? Well, thanks for joining me on the show. Um, awesome, thanks for having me. No worries. And everyone, it's Phil Neal from Snoozle. Uh, thanks again, Phil. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be hearing more from Snoozle. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Snoozle